honored to be able to minister to you what God has put on my heart. And I've entitled my message today as Fight for Your Family. Do you know that in the beginning, when God created man and woman, He created them for, inf- for increase, for order, and for cultivation. It was always for more, so that every living thing could flourish. That was God's original plan. And in Genesis 1 verse 28, it, said, it says, And God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, and subdue it. And that was God's plan. His plan for um, a husband and a wife, for a man and a woman, to be part of the creative process that caused the earth to flourish, the family to flourish. But unfortunately, believing a lie, Adam and Eve sold out to the enemy, and it's been destruction ever since. But now it is time to take back the blessing and the fruitfulness for your family. And I want you to get that today. I'm speaking particularly to mothers, but that does not exclude anybody else. But I want to fire up the mothers today because God has placed inside of us something unique. There is so much to say about the family, but today it is time that we fight for our families. Satan is stealing our young ones and it's time to put a stop to his plan. Do you know there's so much confusion in the world? There's some countries where you are not even allowed to tell your child whether they are a boy or a girl. God made them a boy or a girl. It is not up to them to decide whether they are a boy or a girl. And to stop a father and a mother from saying, I have a little girl or I have a little boy, is diabolical. It comes straight from the pits of hell. And I will stand against that as long as I have breath in my body. Because God created male and female. And when my little girl is born, she is a beautiful little girl. When my son is born, he is an incredible little boy. But Satan is trying to steal our young. Music, social media, so-called heroes, computer games, fashion, hatred and violence are taking our children. And it's up to us. We must not sit down and take this lightly. You know what? In this world today, we tend to fight with our families, with our children. We fight with our spouses. When a child does something wrong, we try to force them to change by the words of our mouths and by the discipline. But often, and more often than not, our words are angry, sometimes bitter, very controlling, vindictive, belittling, and very, very destructive. But today, it must stop. I want us to look at Genesis chapter 3 and verse 15. And this is when Adam and Eve had sinned, when they had eaten of the 
fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And now their eyes were opened. And where God never wanted them to understand the difference between good and evil, He just wanted them to receive blessing. They believed a lie. They thought that God didn't really know what He was talking about. And so they went for what they saw with their eyes, what they tasted with their mouths, instead of obedience to God. And after that, God had a big decision to make, because they were always allowed to eat from the tree of life. But now that sin had come into the world, and brokenness had come into the world, God could not allow them to eat from the tree of life and live in sin forever. And so he had to separate them out and take them out of the garden so that they would not eat of the tree of life anymore until Jesus, because he is the way, the truth, and the life. And God has restored to us the um, amazing privilege of being able to eat from the tree of life, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, every day of our lives. But Satan is scared that we are going to get a full revelation of that. And so what does he try and do? He tries to destroy the family. And moms, I want you to know that it's time to rise up to fight for your family, not with your family. Now let's have a look back into Genesis. I mentioned before Genesis chapter 3 and verse 15. And this is the curse that was spoken over the serpent who deceived them. And who they listen to. And God says, I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring, your seed and her seed. He will bruise and tread your head underfoot and you will lie in wait and bruise his heel. And this is what I see today. We know that the seed, the capital S, the capital O offspring is Jesus Christ. And he purchased back for us um, the ability. He trampled on the devil and he's given us the authority to trample on the head. The head means the authority. But Satan was given the ability to lie in wait and to bruise his heel, which means that he will also try and bruise the heel of every single child of God. And this is where we come in. Enmity is defined as a deep-rooted hatred and an irreconcilable hostility. And that was put between woman and the devil. There is an irreco irreconcilable hostility and a deep-rooted hatred that is deep in the side inside of every woman for the devil and for what he has done and is still trying to do to our families. And we need to connect with that because God put that enmity there. He put it inside of us so that we would not get deceived by him anymore, so that we would rise up and we would fight with the victory that Jesus Christ has for us. We must realize that we can rise up and fight for the future, the faith, and the victory of our families. And this is what I'm hoping you're going to get today, that you're going to get to a new level of understanding that that was put in you so that you could rise up. Satan knows that the seed of woman, Jesus, and all of his children have the power to tread 
on his head, on his authority, and defeat him. So he tries to deceive us into worrying and fearing for our families. And that is the difference. If we're going to enter into worry and into fear because of what we see around us, what we see happening in the world, what we see are the potential dangers for our children, and we're trying to uh, protect them and keep them away, and we're pulling them and pushing them and controlling them and things like that, we are playing the devil's game. But I want to tell you, but God, but God, knowing that he put enmity between the woman and the devil, the woman's seed and the devil, God gave us the answer. Jesus came to give us back the power to defeat the enemy. And we need to recognize where he is and what he is doing in this world to try and destroy our families. As we finish today, I'm going to pray for the revelation and the discernment to come deeply into mom's lives so that they can already scan the horizon for their children and for their families and be praying into that, fighting and declaring into that and saying, no devil, you are, will not have my family because God has given me the victory. You know, mothers, there will never be a time when you can stop fighting for your family. Today is the day that you stop fighting with them and you begin to fight for them. Till you take your last breath, you need to be fighting for your family. Now, how do we do that? Because in the end, Satan is not able to, he is not allowed to steal our families, but he will always be trying. If he can deceive us and say, but I will, I can, I am, I have, and we believe him, we stop and we let go of what God says. He says, no. He said, although I've put enmity there, he said, you and your offspring, your seed will bruise his head. And that is his authority. No one can steal your family. It's time for you to get that deeply in your hearts. Rise and fight back. Find and discern the real enemy. And begin to use God's word to defeat him at every turn when he comes at your family. You as a mom were created for love and to birth life. And you must do it with all the fierceness that God has placed within you. The fierceness of love. The fierceness of knowing that you are the one who God has placed there to be able to fight for your family. We need to fight with all we have. I'm not talking about clawing and using words and undermining. I'm not talking about that fighting. I'm talking about fighting the good fight of faith because God loves our families more than we do. He is committed to our families more than we are. And as we learn to fight that good fight of faith with using God's word, we will see the testimony, the victory, the overcoming breakthrough that comes into our families. I want to speak to all the women out there 
from the time, even the young girls, from the time before you have your own family to the time you go home to be with the Lord, you will have that fight in you against the authority of the evil one. But as you fight, you fight from the position of victory. You fight from the position of being in Christ, seated in heavenly places, far above all principalities and powers, far above everything that Satan has put and placed there, far above all of that. That's the position we fight from. So now I need to challenge us. And I need to say, because you know, we as women, we're emotional creatures. We like to express things just as it comes out of our hearts or it comes out of our minds or it comes out of our frustrations. But it's time for us to stop complaining. It's time for us to stop whining about what we don't have and how we want more. More attention, more money, more rights, more equal this, more equal that. It's time to rise up and be that unique creation that God has made, filled with his ability and his strength. You know, the enemy is playing with and courting our children every day of their lives. He's doing that to all of our families, and it's our job to recognize him and defeat him. You know, I just happened to click on a program once, and it was The Real Housewives of Somewhere. And as I took a look at this, I was actually saddened and some of the time sickened by what I saw. And I saw how the devil is trying to use this to get women against each other. I've got the best dress. I've got the best house. I've got the biggest family. I've got the cleverest. No, no, no. We're not supposed to fight each other. We are supposed to fight for our families. And so I want to say that the real housewives of righteousness are warriors. Warriors in the spirit. And they work the works of God for their families. Not trying to outdo others. That is just plain pathetic. But we have been called to be warriors for God. The, the real housewives of righteousness. The real mothers. The real wives of righteousness. Amen. I get excited about that. We're not there to compete with other potential warriors. We are there to get together with other warriors and fight the real enemy. I want to give you a scripture that has been a weapon of my warfare for so many years of my life. God gave it to me on the day that my first child started school and I was an emotional wreck because my baby was now going to be on a daily basis out there with other people. And it was such an emotional time for me. And I came home and I said, God, you've got to give me something. And this was the scripture that he gave me. And I've stood on it for my children ever since. It is from Isaiah chapter 54 and verses 13 to 15. And this is what the scripture says. It says, all your children will be taught by the Lord. And great will be the peace and the undisputed composure of your children. You shall be established in righteousness. Amen. You shall be far from oppression. Amen. 
you shall not fear. And from the terror, it shall not come near you. Behold, they may gather together and stir up strife, but it will not come from me with a capital M. Whoever stirs up strife against you shall fail and surrender to you. And this is such an awesome scripture to be able to declare, this is a weapon of my warfare and I use it to fight the devil and fight the enemy and fight the destruction that wants to come against my family. Because remember, the devil only wants to come to kill, steal and destroy. But God has come, Jesus has come to give us life, give our families life, give us life in abundance. And that's what we get. So when I sense to pray for my children, I declare, God, you have said that you will teach my children. So Lord, in this area where they're struggling or they're battling, sometimes it was school, sometimes it was university studies, sometimes it's wrestling with decisions that they have to make. But I say, Lord, you will teach my children in wisdom. Though these things have come against them, there is no need to fear because you will cause the enemies to fall and to fail and the enemies will surrender to my children because you have taught them and they will be wise. And so this is an amazing scripture that you can use and allow it to grow within you. Meditate on it. Ask the Lord to show you how to declare the scripture how to speak it out by faith over your children, over your families. Because this is how we fight. This is how we rise up and we say, devil, it is written, just like Jesus did. What does the scripture say about my family? And I'm going to tell you about it. And therefore, I'm going to crush your head. I'm going to defeat your authority just like Jesus did. Because I'm standing in his name for my family. And your plans for my family are going to be over. You know, some of us have got children who are not believers. And we are so desperate for them to come to know Christ. And we worry about it. And we try to tell them that they should be going to church. And we put scriptures in their lunchboxes. And we always messaging them. And we're always trying to get them. And we're trying to force them. We're trying to manipulate them into coming to Christ. But you know, when we try and force somebody to do something, what happens is normally it's major resistance and we cause it to be more of a problem. That is not the way we fight for our children's salvation. Act 16 verse 31 says, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved, you and all your household. Now here's your weapon of warfare. As I believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, my family gets placed and positioned in the place where they can receive Jesus Christ and come to know him as Lord and Savior. So that's what I do. I say, devil, I believe on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I am born again and therefore all my family will come to know the Lord. The timing is up to God. The timing is what God does best. But the believing in the Lord Jesus Christ is my part. The declaration of the scripture, the faith in what God has said, in his promises, in what he has given us to do, is what we need to do as we fight. We fight with the word. 
Remember that in the armor of God, we are told that it's the sword of the Spirit. That is the attacking weapon that we've been given. And it stands alongside the shield of faith. So when I take the word, I bring the faith. I stab with the word and I believe with my heart. And that's how we fight. We fight with the word of God and the shield of faith. You need to find scriptures and put your child's name in them. Find a scripture and put your child's name in there. Let's take Isaiah 54. And I'm going to take the name of one of my little grandsons in South Africa. And I'm going to put his name in there. And I'm going to say, Josicile, you will be taught by the Lord. And great will be your peace. And you, Josicile, will have undisputed composure. Because you will be established in righteousness. And Hosi, you will be far from oppression or destruction. For you shall not fear. And terror will not come near, me, near you. Because God has given you victory in your life. And that's what we say. That's how we speak. We put our child's name in there and we declare it over our children with faith in our hearts, knowing that God is faithful and his promises are yea and amen. And when he has declared something, he will bring it to pass. Make the devil so busy defending himself against the scriptures you declare over your family that he has to let go and has no time to set traps for your family. Remember, the demonic can only be in one place at a time. They are not all over the place all the time. So keep them busy. Make them have to defend themselves against the word. Make them have to take cover when you use the name of Jesus next to your child's name. And then they will not have time to set up more traps. That is the fight, the good fight that we as moms fight. We fight and win by never giving up on prayer for our families. Keep declaring that revelation, understanding, love, blessings... Grace, peace, wisdom, and so much more is upon and in your family. There is so much to pray over our families. There's so much to declare. Pray that the eyes of their understanding would be enlightened so that they can know the hope to which they have been called. Pray that they know the height and the breadth and the length and the depth of the love of God. Pray that they will walk in wisdom and discernment and see the intentions of the enemy so that they can make wise decisions. Too often, we do it in another way and we want to tell them how they need to be wise. But let God teach them. Let Him show them how to be wise. Pray for wisdom and strength instead of blind obedience. Because sometimes our children think, well, I just better obey. And they don't have wisdom 
or the strength. So out of fear sometimes or out of confusion, they just obey. And when they need wisdom, it's not there. So let's declare wisdom over our children. Doesn't matter how old they are, from little to 70, 80, they still need wisdom. So let's declare it over our children. Bring them up in the ways of the Lord. Love them with all the love that you have in your heart and add the love of God to that. But trust the Lord to work with the prayers that you pray for them and the declarations that you speak over them. And I want to end with an amazing scripture. It's Psalm 68, verse 11 and 12. And it says here, The Lord gives the word, announces victory, and the women who bear and publish the news are a great host. He's talking about you. He's talking about you. He's talking about you. The women who bear and publish the news are a great host. The kings of the enemy's armies, they flee, they flee. She who tarries at home divides the spoil. And this just speaks to me of a woman who tarries in prayer over her family so that she can take back the spoils of war from the enemy. God has already spoken victory. He has announced his word and he's announced victory. And the woman who bear and publish the news, that good news, declaring the word of God, they divide the spoils because why? The enemy flees. And so I want us to tarry in prayer over our families so that there is more than enough for our whole family who is growing daily in the love, the grace, the wisdom, and the favor of the Lord. So moms, let's rise up and let's fight for our families. Amen. Let's just pray. Lord, as we come before you now, we thank you, Lord, that you will teach us to fight that good warfare for our families. That we will realize that it's you who teaches them. And that as we declare the word over them, as we fight with your word and with faith, that, Lord, we will be the ones who divide the spoil because the enemy will flee and our families will dwell in safety. So, Lord, I lift up every mother. I lift up every woman today, Lord, and I ask you to anoint them with your grace, with your strength, to fill them, Holy Spirit, with your wisdom, with your discernment, to see, to know, to learn how to fight for their families and see things turned back. And Lord, as we are before you today, we want to lift our families to you. We want to lift our children. We want to lift our grandchildren. We want to lift our great-grandchildren. We want to lift nieces and nephews. We want to lift the children who are with us in church who become like our own. We want to lift them to you. And we want to thank you, Lord, that you are working in them to will and to do of your good pleasure. So we choose today not to fear for those who seem like they're very far from you. We choose not to worry about 
how our children are going to turn out. We push that aside, Lord, and we pick up the ability that you've placed within us to fight for our families from a place of victory. So thank you, Lord, for your victory. And thank you, Lord, for that victory applied to each of our families in the mighty, mighty name of Jesus. Amen.